All right, welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. Um, it's March. There's only one thing to talk about right now. It's March Madness. It starts tomorrow. Um, we got Luke Colbertson coming on the podcast today. He's on call. Um, we're going to be picking every single first-round March Madness game as well as giving you guys our uh, top three teams to get upsetted, top three teams, uh, top three double-digit seeds, and then our top three players entering March Madness. So it's going to be a really fun pod. And uh, if you got any last-minute uh, bracket decisions to make, uh, I suggest listening up to this podcast. We're going to have a lot of advice and uh, a lot of good stats to tell you guys. So hope you stay tuned in, and uh, let's get right into it. Welcome back. We got Luke on call today. Uh, Luke, what's going on? Not much, Tyler. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Um of course, it's March, exciting time for uh, sports, and uh, got March Madness to talk about today, as I said in the intro. But um, we got a couple, uh, couple of topics we want to talk about. Uh, starting it off with the uh, our top three double-digit seeds entering March Madness. So, Luke, give me your number three double-digit seed. Well, my number three isn't a double-digit seed, but it's up there. I'm going with an eight-seed San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a deep roster and defensive defensive efficiency they're coming in at second in the country yeah and i am confident that they could definitely be creating and possibly pull off a win against kansas i mean they've got good wins against teams like st mary's and colorado state so i think they can get stuff done yeah that's not a bad pick um my number three double digit seed is actually uh vermont who's playing arkansas in the first round and I've seen a lot of people pick Vermont to win against Arkansas just because they're one. They're a great shooting team. Um, they stretch the floor really well, and I I I just don't really like Arkansas as well. Um, I mean, I think they could easily get upset. Vermont right now, they're come they're 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 zero and one against top twenty five teams, but they're seventeen and one in their conference, which is obviously not a great conference. But they're only losing uh, to Arkansas in uh, points per game by two points. So when you're an Arkansas four seed against a 13 seed, you know, that's pretty close. So, Luke, who's your second uh, double-digit seed right now? Um, at two, I'm coming in with UAB. Um, I was looking at some game highlights the other day. I thought they looked good. They passed the ball well. They shot well. They've got a big guy, seven-footer, transfer from Clemson. And he was able to work the paint well. They score over 80 points a game. And 14-4 and four in conference. And I think they're a team that could definitely shock a lot of people this year. Yeah, I mean, my second one, UAB, I mean, for UAB, I've heard a lot of people say that as well. So I'm not going to disagree with you about that. Um, My second one, though, is your team, actually, Indiana, just because they're so hot right now, one of the hottest teams in the country. They just came off the the play-in game against Wyoming, winning that one by, by double digits, I'm pretty sure. And they have one of the hottest players in the in the in the country now, Trace Jackson Davis. Um, Luke, I was, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about him as an Indiana fan. Yeah, well, I've actually got Indiana as my one for the double, mm-hmm. which is obviously a little bit biased, but I think they're coming in hot. They were, I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They should not have been the playing game. They proved themselves in the Big Ten tournament. With their, they were a lucky three-pointer away from having a chance at the Big Ten title. Yeah. So I think a playing game is kind of disrespectful. They were one and one against Purdue. Um, they played him tight both times. And Trace Jackson Davis, he's an all around. He's a freak. He does it all. 
Xavier Johnson's picked it up lately. He's been averaging like 17, 6, and 6. He's hard to guard. Race Thompson's really picked it up. But I think they're going to have a hard time beating teams like UCLA and Baylor. I think they should be able to get by St. Mary's, but if they can't show up the ball well, they're going to have a tough time winning games. Yeah, I, I like that take about Indiana. They're, just for me, I'd put them at two just because they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now. And going into the tournament, that's when you want to be hot. And St. Mary's, of course, not many people know much about St. Mary's, but they did beat Gonzaga. That's why uh, I'm picking them to beat Indiana. But we'll get into our picks later. My number one for double-digit seeds is my my team, of course, Michigan, uh, just solely because I wouldn't want to p- play them in the first-round matchup just because you don't know what Michigan team you're going to get. You could get a top-10 team in the country like they were projected to be in the beginning of the season, or you could get a team that's that's really bad or a team where you're you're getting beat bad in the first in the first half because they're shooting well, they're getting the ball to Dickinson, he's going inside and putting up points and then second half they collapse and they score nine points in the last twelve minutes like what they did against uh Indiana. Um but I mean looking at their players, they I mean they have Caleb Houston and Musa Diabate are both top fifteen uh, uh in their class coming into this year who have both not performed, um, not met the expectations I think a lot of Michigan fans like me were expecting. But, I mean, I have them at one as my double-digit seed just because I wouldn't want to play them. Because if you if, if they get hot for a whole game, they can beat anyone. They've beat Purdue. They've beat teams like Michigan State, um, Ohio State. Uh, so I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't want to play Michigan. That's why I have them at number one. But those are our top, uh, top three double-digit seeds entering March Madness. All right, so now we're going to talk about our top three teams that have a chance to get upset in the tournament. Um, I'll start off. My number one is Baylor. Uh, a lot of people pick them as the first number one seed to lose, just because uh, going head to head against the other three number one seeds, they're probably they're probably at the bottom of that list. Um, but my thing is though, if they get past, which they probably will, Norfolk State at the 16th seed, that's probably a guarantee. But then they play North Carolina, who a lot of people have going to Elite Eight, Final Four, that I know, just because. They're such a they're they're kind of like Michigan too, so inconsistent. They could be a great team. They could be a team that you can easily beat in the tournament. But for me, Baylor is up there for an upset because they played North Carolina in the second round, and then they if they beat North Carolina, they have to play UCLA in the Sweet Sixteen, who obviously are not a pushover. So, Luke, who have you gone for as your number three top uh top teams to get upsetted? Um. I'm going to go with Texas Tech. I know they're only a three seed, but a lot of people I've talked to are really high on them. They like the defense. They do play. But I think what people are overlooking is this. I know the Rutgers-Notre Dame game still not decided to see who Texas Tech might play. I like Rutgers in it, but I do think Alabama will still win. And Alabama came out of the season hot. They're cold right now, but everything's different in March. They've got wins against Houston, Gonzaga. Um, Tennessee, I think they really slept down. They score a lot of points, and I do see them having a chance at upsetting Texas Tech. Yeah, that's a solid pick. I mean, they did kind of have the game in the bag in the championship game uh, on Saturday, I think it was, um, and they kind of fell apart towards the towards the end of the game. But uh, that's a solid pick, Texas Tech. My my second team that has a chance to get upsetted is uh, actually going to be Auburn. I know they're a one seed. I know they or they're a two seed. My bad. And then um, they have a really well-rounded roster. I think on paper they probably have the best team in the country. But 
they've had some pretty notable losses to teams that they should be beating. A couple tournament teams, for example, is Tennessee lost by five, UConn lost by six, and uh, Arkansas obviously was a bad loss too. Um, but they do have top players, and I just they're so inconsistent uh, against good teams. Um, and I think that they do beat Wisconsin in the second round. Um, obviously that that that's uh, assuming both teams win in the first round. I don't think Wisconsin's third a lock. Round. They play Wisconsin third round. Or third round, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I think USC, looking at the second round right now, um, they're so lengthy compared to uh, Auburn. I think Walker Kessler has a good game in that one, but I think USC has a really good chance to upset Auburn. And then I think also Wisconsin has a good good chance to upset uh, Auburn as well. So, Luke, who have you gone for your second uh, upset team right now? Um, I'm going to go with UCLA. Part of it is because I am an Indiana fan, and I definitely see the Indiana pulling up another upset against UCLA. I think that where Indiana can beat almost any team is Trace Jackson Davis. Um, I don't think anyone on UCLA will be able to guard him. He's just been playing unstoppable lately. Um, Tyre Campbell, I feel like the problem for him is he is a little small. And a guy like Xavier Johnson, I feel like Indiana lately I've seen while watching, they have this play where they just go swing around. I don't think UCLA is going to be able to play the best defense. And right after that, they have a tough game against Baylor, which wouldn't be an upset, but still a Sweet 16 compared to last year's Final Four run. It would be a letdown, and I see a lot of people sending UCLA to the Final Four, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I agree. I don't think UCLA can get past the third round, let alone playing Baylor in the Sweet 16. So I agree with that pick again. My number one team to get upsetted uh, most likely is going to be Purdue. Um, a lot of people say this is the be- the best team in the Big Ten. I disagree. I think it's probably Illinois, but Purdue – They've had also, same with Auburn, notable losses to a bad Michigan team this year. Um, and they, they split with Michigan State, who have not been good either this year. But once again, it's the same with the other two teams. They're so inconsistent. Like, Jaden Ivey, we know he's going to play well. But it, I think, for me, it all comes down to Zach Eady's play. If he gets in foul trouble and then Jamison Williams comes in and gets in foul trouble, I think they could they could lose to pretty much anyone. But I, I, I have them... And a couple brackets, not all brackets, but losing to Virginia Tech because I think Virginia Tech, first of all, is a good team, and I think they beat Texas. But Purdue against decent teams is not great. Like, Jaden Ivey will do his thing. We know that, like I said. but I And then I can't see him beating Kentucky. Kentucky is just a better team in the Sweet 16. So Purdue's my number one team to get upset in the March Madness. Luke, who you got at number one? Um, number one, I'm going with Kansas. I think – they have the toughest draw for any of the one seeds. I don't think San Diego State's going to be an easy game at the eight. And on top of that, I think I was one of the hottest teams with the Murray Twins and Bohannon. They're tough to guard. Part of it, I think Kansas does have lots of skill, but the draw is one of the worst on the board. Um, Iowa, they're one of my surprise picks to go to the Final Four. I think they're as hot as anyone. They can beat anyone. The height. I think they're going to get it done against anyone. But, yeah, I don't see Kansas going too far. Yeah, I think just the main thing with Kansas, they they have to play that hot Iowa team. Um, so, yeah, that's another good pick. So those are our top three teams to get upsetted in March Madness. All right, so 
our last little segment here before we make our picks for the first round is our top three players entering March Madness. Luke, I'll let you start this one off. Who's your number three player in the tournament this year? I'm going number three. I think Jaden Ivey is definitely cracks the podium. Not only is he a phenomenal player, and he's probably the best player on any court he's on, he makes his teammates so much better, so explosive, and teams have to press up, double-team him, especially with two big guys like Trevion Williams and Zach Eady. I don't think a lot of these teams are going to be able to defend Purdue, and I think Jaden Ivey, besides the fact that he's an unbelievable scorer, I think the fact that he makes his teammates teammates better definitely puts him on this list. Yeah, I think uh, Jaden Ivey makes my, I think I would put him four entering this tournament. I really like him just because there's not that many guards, uh, notable guards this year. It's a lot of big men. So, yeah, I, I would put Jaden Ivey at four. But my number three is uh, going to be Keegan Murray just because I think the next two guys are probably going to go higher than him in the draft and have more of an impact uh, in the NBA. But Keegan Murray is averaging ridiculous numbers with uh, 23 points and nine rebounds with two blocks as well. And, and he's not a center. I think those numbers you look at, you're like, oh, he has to be playing center. Um, but he, he's he's such a stretch four or three. He gets to the wing and corners, and, and he, he's making those shots are pretty much guaranteed from three. He's one of the best shooters in the country. And, I mean, he, he's the only reason I was as good as they are, in my opinion. I don't think they're anywhere as near as good as they are um, without Keegan Murray, I, I, let alone winning the Big Ten. So, Keegan Murray is my number three player entering this March Madness. Luke, who's your number two? Number two, I've got Oscar Chibwe. I haven't watched much Kentucky games at all this year, but, I mean, he's averaging 17 points, 15 rebounds a game. Those are ungodly numbers. Um, not, like, that is a rare thing to see where people can compete like that in the country. Um, I'm really excited for the my two of my favorite players in the tournament, Ivy and Chibwe. I'm excited to see the match in the Sweet 16, and he's really like Kentucky through lots of injuries this year. And to keep them at a two seed, I think that shows a lot about who he is as a player, and I think he's going to get the job done for a lot of the tournament. Yeah, I, I have the same player at number two, Oscar Tshibwe. Um Same with Luke. I haven't watched that much Kentucky, um, but he's he's averaging the most rebounds in the country by a long ways with 15, also putting up 17 points. He's what you want in a big man. I think he'll be great in the NBA um on any team but yeah like luke said he's he's carried them a lot this year with injuries and uh in tough matches he's there to uh get him over the hump down the stretch so we've both got oscar tachibwe as our number two player entering the march madness tournament but luke who do you have as your number one player entering march madness um i'm going number one could be a surprise keegan murray entering march madness i mean seeing him in the big Ten tournament that was incredible leading iowa all the way Obviously, other key role players like Bohannon had a great game against my Hoosiers. But, yeah, he's just every shot. He looked comfortable from everywhere. He can do it all. He's tall, lengthy. I don't think many people are going to be able to guard him. And I think I was going to turn lots of heads in the tournament this year. And then for me, I've gone with uh, Jabari Smith. And I know I had Auburn on my top three teams to get upsetted. But Jabari Smith is is averaging 17 points, 7 rebounds. Um, one of the best uh, scorers in the country, but his only problem right now, I think, I, in my opinion, I think he'll go number one in the draft just because he, he's one of those players where you see him and it's like, oh, that's that's an NBA caliber player right there. Uh, he's what you want. He can shoot, 
but the only problem for him is he can't create his own shot really and uh also he, his team's really inconsistent and he kind of fades away when it when it goes down to the when it goes down to the wire and it's like we saw against Arkansas watching that game and then where's Jabari Smith he wasn't he wasn't there in the last 2 minutes of that Arkansas game when they lost but he just can't really create his own shot but I've gone for him as number 1 just cuz I think he has the most to prove like he needs to prove why he's the number 1 pick in next year's NBA draft and yeah, I think if Auburn goes all the way I think he's by far the number 1 pick so yeah absolutely I, so those are our uh, top three players entering March Madness, and uh, now we're gonna pick every game from the uh, first for the first round of March Madness. All right, so now we're gonna be going through each each game in the first round of March Madness, uh, which starts tomorrow. Or it already it started yesterday technically with the play-in, um, but the tournament starts tomorrow with every team locked in. So first up in the West. In the west side of the bracket, we got Gonzaga, Georgia State. I'm going with Georgia. I'm going with uh, Gonzaga. Um, I, I think you're uh, going with the Gonzaga too, Luke. Yeah, obviously Gonzaga. Then. Yeah, Gonzaga, one of the favorites to win, in my opinion. Um, do you think they can go all the way, Luke? I do. Um, I don't see it happening. I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna have struggles along the way. Because there's not. I mean, they are battle tested earlier in the year, but they haven't really seen anyone as of late. So we'll see. No, the the overall number one seed notoriously isn't the best team. They don't go. They don't do too well. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the next game is probably one of the most evenly matched games in my opinion. Memphis and Boise State. Luke, who you got in this game? I'm going Memphis. Um, looking at ESPN, Memphis scores about eight more points a game. Played well in conference and especially got hot late. And another thing I didn't realize is they're three and one against the top twenty-five. Um, well coached, and I could—I definitely see him getting this one done. Yeah, I—I I agree. I'm going with Memphis. I don't know much about Boise State, um, but like Luke said, the three and one against the top twenty-five is a stat that stands out to me. And they have one of my favorite players, Jalen Duren. Um, I watched him so much in high school. He's a super athletic guy. Um, I think he's being compared to uh, like like Giannis in the NBA, which is w- way way too high. For him right now especially being a nine seed in the tournament but he's one of my favorite players i'm going i'm for Jalen duran i'm going for memphis just because i don't know much about boise state either but the next game is uconn versus new mexico state once again i i don't know much about either of these teams i, I can't say i've watched much uconn basketball this year but they've played uh seven games versus the top 25 they've won three of them which isn't bad and they've gone 13 and 6 in their conference which isn't bad either but I'm going for UConn in this game. Who are you going for, Luke? Yeah, still a toss-up for me. I'm not completely sure. Um, New Mexico State, the only thing for me is I don't think they've really played too many tough games. No top 25 games so far this year. Decent D. They do shoot well from three, which keeps me tempted to pick them. But the thing I like about teams in the Big East this year are every team in the Big East has played lots of top 25 games. That's a deep conference. And... I think picking a team like UConn is definitely the safer pick in this game. Yeah, I agree. But I, I can't see UConn really doing anything in this tournament uh, just because yeah. I, like, I don't know much about them. Um, uh, and then, then the next game is my uh, upset uh, team, Vermont, against uh, Arkansas, a team I don't really, don't really like and don't really think they can uh, go far in this tournament. 
But if I'm being completely honest, I'm going for Arkansas. Luke, who are you going for? Yeah, I'm definitely taking Arkansas in this one. I mean, they're hot. I mean, they're four and one against the top twenty-five. Play good defense. Play good offense. Um, they got wins against teams like Kentucky, Tennessee, beat Auburn, swept LSU. Um, I don't get why people are. A lot of people are on Vermont. I don't see it. I see Arkansas getting it done. Yeah, I think the thing the thing about Vermont is like they could do it, and Arkansas is not the most consistent team. So you could a lot of people see Vermont uh, upsetting them. But if I'm being completely honest, I'm going for Arkansas. And then the next game is undecided right now. It's Rutgers or Notre Dame, which is tonight at uh, eight eight fifteen. I'm pretty sure against the six seeded uh, Alabama. So I'm going for Alabama against either of these teams, just because I think they're, they're just better than Rutgers. Um, I think Rutgers beats Notre Dame tonight just because they're all so hot. But the thing about Alabama, they have great offense, not great defense. They've played nine games against the top 25, which is solid. They've won five of them. So they're above 500 against top 25 teams. So I'm going for Alabama in this one. Luke, who you got in this one? Yeah, I also got Alabama. And the thing, I'm excited for tonight's game between Rutgers and Notre Dame. I am going to go with Notre Dame in this one. I think they are a little underrated. They came out of the ACC third, and they were in second for most of the year. They were only like a game or two behind Duke. I feel like they're really underrated. I could definitely see them beating Rutgers, but I think Alabama's a little too deep, too physical, and I definitely see them advancing. Yeah, I think, yeah, we both agree with Alabama there, but um, I can definitely see Rutgers getting it done, or Notre Dame. Um, But the next game is uh texas tech versus montana state this is we don't need to talk much about this game i think texas tech wins this one easily what do you think luke i got tech as well yeah um next game is actually a really close game in my opinion a really physical davidson team versus an msu team who's been really inconsistent and uh not uh met the expectations in my opinion this year but luke you got msu or davidson yeah, I'm going MSU. A lot of people are on Davidson. I don't know much about this game. I've heard a lot about some Davidson or Michigan State transfer Captain Davidson to lead the team. I don't see it happening. Tom Izzo's a good coach, and they win games in March. And I always do see them having close games with Duke and March Madness, so I, I see both those teams winning, and I expect a good game in the next round. Yeah, I agree. I'm going MSU in this one. But yeah, that that the transfer from Michigan State, the point guard is averaging 16 points, which is uh, notable. But I, I'm going with MSU in this one easily. And then, um, yeah, like you say, Duke uh, is the next game against CSU Fullerton, who I think we're both picking Duke there. I think that's an obvious pick. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Definitely but, excited. Duke's run in Coach K's last season. Yeah, Duke for me is actually my winner. A lot of people. I was talking to people, telling them, telling them that yesterday. They just a lot of my friends are saying it's too perfect, and that got me thinking. It's, it's probably right. It's too perfect for them to win in Coach K's last year, but I think that Duke MSU game. I think Tom Izzo is just too too nice and too good friends with Coach K to win that game. To be honest with you. Oh no. Yeah, I think he is. That's terrible. No shot. Teams teams play to win. I don't. I don't think they care about. Oh, it's last season. You played a win in March. I mean, I still don't. I don't. I don't see this MSU team beating Duke. Duke's Duke has one of the best players in Paulo Banchero, um, and a great great backcourt. So, I'm going with Duke. Uh, 
to get to the uh, Sweet 16. That's a little off topic, but yeah, I'm picking Duke to win the tournament. Um, and then we got Baylor, Norfolk State. Uh, once again, I'm picking Baylor. Yeah, Baylor's the obvious pick here. Yeah, and then the next one is a bit of a toss-up game. UNC, Marquette. Um, both teams have played top 25 teams. Marquette has played 12. That's the most we've seen so far. They're 6-6, six and six, which is really good. And then UNC has played six teams and gone two and four. And this UNC team doesn't play good, great defense. Uh, they play pretty good offense, but I'm going with UNC in this one. Luke, who do you got? Yeah, still toss-up for me. Still a good take, but I do like Marquette. It's just it's another Big East team that's battle-tested. So far, most top 25 games we've seen. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough game to pick, but I don't know. Two wins against Villanova, in my opinion, for me, and a win against Illinois says a lot about a team. So I'm going to go with Marquette. Yep. And then I know you want to talk about this game, Luke. Same area as Indiana. I'm going to let you pick this one first. Well, I'm obviously going Indiana here. I was looking at St. Mary's um, leading stats. They've got some does not look like he can guard Trace Jackson Davis. I think I I think non-biased Indiana's going to be too much to handle. Sure, they've beaten a team like Gonzaga. But besides that, they haven't really gotten the job done against anyone. Um, their next best wins against the, the San Francisco Dons. They lost to teams like Colorado State by 16, Wisconsin by 6. And losing, they lost at neutral or at home against Wisconsin. Um, Indiana, obviously, they play games tight with every Big Ten team, including Wisconsin. I don't think St. Mary's, even though the spread is around two, I don't think they're anything better than the Hoosiers. Yeah, I'm for me, I'm still a little undecided in this one. It's probably the game I've thought the most about uh, when making a bracket because I think if Indiana beats St. Mary's, they, I mean, I think they have a chance, and same with Indiana. If they win this game, they could go on to beat UCLA and then probably lose to Baylor. But, I mean, as my final pick, I'm probably going to go Indiana. Just because they're they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now, um, yeah. and for for that reason alone, when you go into March as one of the hottest teams, um, I'm picking you to win the game. So, but obviously, yeah, St. Mary's did beat Gonzaga, which is really their only notable win, and and uh, Indiana recently beat Illinois and Michigan. So, I'm going yeah. with Indiana in this game. And then the next game is for UCLA versus 13 Akron. I'm going with UCLA in this one, Luke. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with UCLA also. Just a better team, more experienced team. The only thing that does scare me for Indiana in the second round, this whole UCLA team's back from next year or from last year with yeah. the final fun. So the experience there is unmatched between any other tournament team. So it's definitely gonna be tough for Akron to win that game. Yeah, that's that's the thing. UCLA have is one of the oldest teams and most experienced teams in the tournament. Um and then the next game we have one of my upsets in the first round, Virginia Tech versus Texas. It's because Texas is one of those teams where, once again, they're so inconsistent and they're coming off an embarrassing upset in their conference tournament. Um, they're 3-8 and eight versus top 25 teams uh, coming into the season as a top six team, I believe, uh, in the AP rankings before the season. Um, they're 3-8 and eight versus top 25 is my really only my only reason why I'm going Virginia Tech because I think Virginia Tech's hot right now. Um, they don't play. They play great defense, Texas, but I think Virginia Tech in this one. I'm going with Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think Virginia Tech. They're just a team that's hot at the right time. 
Um, I definitely think it's going to be a dog fight. Watch this one. Texas has played phenomenal defense all year. And I do think a conference like the Big 12, they are one of the teams that I think could be the strongest in the tournament, just their top four, or Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas, Texas. But I'm also going with Tech here. They're just the hotter team. You got to pick the hotter team in March. Yeah. Um, then the next game is Purdue-Yale. I don't think we have to spend spend much time on that. Yale is a decent team, in my opinion, but I'm going Purdue. Uh, obviously, Purdue here. Yeah. And then the next game is also kind of another even game, in my opinion. I think Murray State, who cracked the uh, top 25 in the last couple weeks of the season. Um, I'm going with Murray State in this one, but Luke, I'm interested to see who you got in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Murray State here too. I think the fact that they haven't lost, or they might have lost recently, but they didn't lose a game in conference play this year. So I think just for that reason alone, I'm gonna have to go with them. I don't, I don't know enough about these two teams, but the fact that Murray State was able to maintain an undefeated conference record, I think that says they're pretty good. Yeah, I think Murray State has a chance to make a little bit of a run, um, but. This is uh, the next game, Kentucky versus St. Peter's, uh, which is why Murray State probably won't make a run, but I'm going to Kentucky versus St. Peter's, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the west and east. Now we're into the south uh, south region of the bracket. Um, first game is Arizona versus a game that is undecided that will also be played tonight that is featuring the Division One leading scorer, on Bryant uh, Kiss, I believe his name is Luke. Yeah, I'm going with Arizona, but it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, obviously, I kind of wanted to watch the game tonight, but I don't think I'm gonna waste my time. Arizona, obvious pick there. Yeah. Um, Seton Hall versus TCU, another really even game. I'm going with Seton Hall just because I saw them play Michigan, uh, which is really the only game I've seen either of these teams play. And they look really good to me. They've beaten three top 25 teams, whereas TCU has beaten five, which is obviously in favor of TCU. But they play good defense, Seton Hall. They score well. Um, Luke, who you got in this eight versus nine matchup? Yeah, this one's really a coin flip. I don't know who to take. Um, I'm going TCU. I could change by the morning. Not sure. Don't know anything about these two teams, really. But, yeah, it's just a coin flip for me. Yeah. Um, so on to the next game, uh, your team UAB versus a, a good Houston team, in my opinion. Um, I'm going with Houston in this one. I just think they're a good team, and I think they have a chance to upset Illinois in the round of 32. But, Luke, who do you got in this one? Yeah, I'm going UAB. Um, they shoot so well from three, averaging 80 a game. And even though Houston's defense is good, they're just Houston's playing in such a weak conference. They're 0-1 against the top 25. So I think that really just shows you you don't know you don't know what they're going to be like in the tournament. I mean UAB is O and O, but yeah, this one's just a coin flip. I do see UAB coming out. I think they've got a physical team that shoots well from three, and I definitely see them getting the job done. Yeah, I mean, could happen. Could happen. Um, the next game is, in my opinion, the best team in the Big Ten, Illinois versus uh, Chattanooga, and I was watching the the selection so and a lot of the guys picked Chattanooga to upset Illinois I think that's just a little bit of a not bandwagon but kind of riding off last year Illinois upset to Loyola um but I'm going with Illinois in this one I think they could get upset but I don't think it'll happen 
Yeah, I agree. Illinois, definitely. I think people get too, especially these analysts, they get too caught up in the, oh, I got to pick a 13 seed. I got to pick a high seed team to pull the upset. I just don't see it happening. Kofi's going to be dominant and get the job done. Yep, I agree. Um, Next one is Colorado State versus my Michigan team. Um, I'm going for Michigan a little biased, but I don't. I haven't heard anyone pick Colorado State for this one. They have a very notable player in David Roddy, who's averaging 19 points and 7 rebounds, um, 4 assists as well. But Colorado hasn't played a top 25 team all year. Michigan's played uh, 9. They're 3. Michigan ranks uh, 3 upon all teams uh, th- uh, for their schedule. So they have the third hardest schedule in the country. Um, so I'm going for Michigan in that in this one for that reason alone, and Colorado State's tallest player six eight. So I think Hunter Dickinson will pop off in this game. Yeah, um, I'm going Colorado State. I don't really know anything about these. I mean, I know a little bit about Michigan. I don't really like them. Last time I saw them, they stunk against Indiana at the end, and you can't play like that going into March. Um, on top of that, I just don't really like Michigan, so I'm going to pick against them and go Colorado State. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about this game, but I don't want to jinx anything from Michigan, so I'm moving on to the next game. Um, Tennessee versus Longwood. Tennessee's honestly a sleeper pick to get to the lead eight, final four maybe, so I'm going for Tennessee in this one. Yeah, I agree. Got to go with Tennessee here. Yeah, and then we have another game that uh, – has a good potential for an upset ohio state versus loyola chicago and i'm actually going with loyola chicago in this one luke not not for any real reason just i I have a feeling loyola could pull off the upset here yeah um i agree loyola chicago you just it's fun to pick them sister gene go with loyola chicago um even though ohio state does have ej liddell so i'm not really sure but i'm gonna end up going with loyola chicago here I think EJ Liddell kind of folds in this one and kind of goes away, but that's just me. But we're both going with Loyola Chicago, so that's interesting. Um, and then the next one, another one we don't really need to talk about, Villanova yeah. versus Del- Delaware. I think Villanova's kind of not being talked about enough in this tournament is the only thing, but yeah. Uh, so we're going Villanova there. Yeah. Um, then the last region, Midwest region versus first game is Kansas versus Texas Southern. I think Kansas blow, blows them out, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the next one is San Diego State versus Creighton. I have Creighton in this one just because I saw Michigan beat uh, San Diego State when Michigan was kind of in a slump, but they've been in a slump all year. So I don't know much about either of these teams, but I know Creighton has beaten five top 25 teams. So I'm going with Creighton in this one. Yeah, I'm just going to go with San Diego State. They have played a couple top 25 teams, do have a win against St. Mary, and they won the series against Colorado State. They play good defense. They're only averaging, or they're only allowing 57.7 points a game, which is phenomenal. Second in the whole country. So that says a lot about a team. And on top of that, what I like about San Diego State is um, they are a more experienced roster. And two years ago, not many people may remember this, but San Diego State was a projected one seed before the tournament got canceled. I think they are a little underrated, and I think they're going to end up winning this one. Yeah, last year was weird. Like that that year was weird, though. You know, yeah, there's a lot of. Th- year, but they were like undefeated or one loss. They played great. Yeah, so, that's a good point, there. though, too. Um, and then we have 
uh, the hottest team in the country, in my opinion, in Iowa with one of the best players in the country against Richmond. I think a lot of people will pick Iowa in this one. I'm going with Iowa. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Iowa also. I really haven't even considered taking Richmond. But, yeah, I mean, I just liked the way the what I watched Iowa is almost every game in the Big Ten tournament, and they looked great. There's no way I can pick against them right now. Yeah, that's, that's another good point. Um, then we have Providence, who a lot of people are calling a fraud team as a four seed against South Dakota State. I'm going with Providence. Uh, this is a game where I'm just going off the seeding, uh, to be honest. But I have Iowa beating Providence in the next round. Luke, who do you got in uh, Providence's first game? Yeah, I also got Providence. Um, obviously, the Jackrabbits have won, tw- I think it was 21 consecutive games, and they're averaging almost 87 a game. But I think what a lot of people are doing is shying away from the type of season that Providence had. They were just, the whole season, everyone loved to tail them. They were a great team. They have wins against Texas Tech, Wisconsin. And I think people are underrating the type of team they are and the way they played throughout the whole year. So, yeah, I'm going with Providence here. Yeah. Um, so the next game is LSU versus Iowa State. I've got Iowa State in this one. Um, I think they have a good chance to beat Wisconsin in the next round as well. So I'm going with Iowa State against LSU. Luke, who you got? Yes, I'm just going LSU, the higher seed. Higher B- For some reason, LSU's BPI ranking is 16, which looks weirdly high. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't really know about either of these teams. But LSU has beat Kentucky, so I'm going to go with LSU. Yeah, Iowa State's most notable win is against Iowa too, to be honest. But um, next game, Wisconsin Colgate. I think Wisconsin's a lock for this game. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, I'm going with Wisconsin too, hundred percent. Wisconsin does have an advantage playing their first two games if they get there both in Madison. So I think that's going to help them out. All right, and then so the last two games, uh, USC versus Miami. Uh, I'm going USC in this one. Uh, just because of the length they have and the size that they have. I think they run over Miami, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I'm going USC here. I don't really know much about Miami, except for the fact that ACC is pretty weak. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with USC. And then, obviously, last game, going to go with Auburn. Yeah, we're both going with Auburn in the last game. So, Luke, that's our uh, our full uh, every game pick for the first round of March Madness. It's going to be fun. Uh, we will try to review every uh, every round on this podcast, so hope you stay tuned for that. Um, that is the end of this podcast. March Madness starts tomorrow. Luke, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Tyler. See ya. Yep. See you, Luke. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on uh, Petty's Pod.